For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Internet link established. So you want to be a podcaster. Our mission is to encourage and equip you for excellence in podcasting. Your hosts are Andrew Rappaport, host of the Rap Report and Apologetics Live, and executive director of the Christian Podcast Community. Together with Colleen Sharp, host of Theology Gals and Chief Administrator of the Christian Podcast Community. You know, Colleen, podcasting is a lot of work, and it is sometimes just nicer to think that maybe someone else could do all the hard work for us. And that's what we're going to talk about today, that podcasting services. There's a lot of services that are out there to help you with your podcast, and they really come into two categories. You either hire out the service or, well, if you're cheap, you'd like me, do it yourself. So these are the two options you have, hire it out or do it yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about today on So You Want to Be a Podcaster. So let's talk about some services that are offered. Now, one clear service, Colleen, that's offered is this thing called hosting. But we've kind of already dealt with that in the past, haven't we? Yeah, we have. And we've even talked about whether you host on yourself on your website, which we don't recommend to be a a great idea for most people but we're going to link our episode two called podcast rss feed hosting and websites where we go into that in detail yes and doing hosting it on your own website would be kind of um do it yourself so this is an area where yes there are different views with each of these and you can choose which one of these things you want to hire out versus doing it yourself so there can always be a hybrid approach. There may be certain things you want to hire out because you're not skilled to do it. There's other things you may want to do yourself because you are skilled to do it or, well, it could be too expensive. One of the first things we have to do, though, when we talk about hiring out is going to be, where do we find people? And there are a couple places you can go. Now, one that is known by many people and a lot of people use is called Fiverr. So Fiverr, if you're unfamiliar with it, it started out as a place where anyone could go to find work for five bucks. But now you have people that charge a little bit more than that. But Fiverr is an area where people with a a special skill will offer their services for a low cost. And what they're looking to do is do just a little bit of work. So they're going to pick up an hour or maybe two hours of work on Fiverr. They know how to do it. They can get it done quick. What may take you eight hours, 10 hours, 100 hours, they might be able to do in a couple of hours because they got the skill sets. That's what you're paying for. So when you go to a website like Fiverr, you're going to be going to find someone with a skill set and they're just looking to put in a little bit of extra work on the side. So it's Fiverr, F 
I-V-E-R.com. Let me mention real quick that I have a friend who did find someone on Fiverr to do her website. And she, you can read reviews on there, which I highly recommend you do and find somebody who's done jobs similar to what you're looking for. But you can go on there and hire someone to do your website, sometimes cheaper than you might find. And you do have to consider you get what you pay for, but she found someone that did an excellent job with her website for a great price, um, logos and things like that. I have friends that have used it. You know, we've used Fiverr with Striving for Eternity and with my podcast, The Rap Report, Apologetics Live, to do graphics, to do audio, to do... We've even had for our YouTube channel, we needed channel art, and it's a very specialized size that it has to be. We, we just did that on Fiverr. It cost me, I think, $10, and someone produced a, a great work. He threw in for another $5 video that would be an intro and outro to each video that we do. So that's something you could do. Another website, though, that you may not hear of as much is called Upwork. This is Upwork.com. It is another group like Fiverr that allows you to find people who could do specialized skills, and they have that expertise, so you're hiring them and they're doing it maybe on the side. So those are two places you can go to find some people to do some of these services we're going to talk about. Now, one thing that we see very often when we talk about services is people who are doing coaching for podcasts. And, and we're going to start with this one because this one kind of branches over into all the areas because a coach is going to coach you in all aspects of your podcast. Now, coaching, again, kind of like what you just heard Colleen say, you get what you pay for. Well, that's sometimes the case with coaching, too. But one of the things that you have to be aware of with coaching, please do not hire a coach that has a pathetic number of downloads on their own podcast. If they can't put into practice what they're going to coach you to do, they're not going to help you. In other words, a teacher cannot teach his student beyond his own ability. I remember getting a Twitter person that, that sent me a message saying that they could help me grow my Twitter feed. And I looked at, and they had 114 followers. And I said, well, when you get about 30 times the number, you'll be equal to me. No thanks. You see, if they can't grow their own service... How are they going to help you grow your service? So whenever you get someone that is saying that they can coach you, keep in mind that many people that are really good at coaching, what they're really good at is at marketing themselves. And they may not be good at helping you do what you need. You need someone that's going to pour into you from a skill set they have, from an expertise they have. But if they don't really have that, how are they going to help you? So it's something to always keep in mind whenever you deal with a coach. A coach cannot take you beyond their own knowledge. So you want a coach that's done it, that's gotten to where you want to be. They've already gotten there and they know the skills to get you from where you are to where they are. Okay. So if you have someone that only has 100 downloads on their podcast... Don't expect that they're going to help you get to 2,000. So one, one thing that I would recommend doing is there is a way, since obviously downloads are not public, there is a way to get some idea on how 
large a podcast might be, and that is to go on CastBox and look up the podcast and see how many subscribers they have on CastBox. Now, remember, this is just going to be one app, and so it's only going to be a small portion of their subscribers. I would not hire a coach that has any less than 100, and they should have much more. Like Theology Gals has 1,500. Um subscribers just on CastBox. Um, I have seen people out there uh, as coaches that have 32, uh, I'm not exaggerating, 32 subscribers on CastBox, which um, shows that they're not a huge, I saw one that had six. So it kind of gives you an idea of, of how of how big they are. And then also a good coach can say, hey, here's some other podcasts that I coached. And you can uh, go and listen to those podcasts and see how they sound to get an idea uh, of how they do, how they've done. Now, one of the things, Colleen, to also look at when we look at CastBox is not just the number of people subscribed. For your podcast, for example, uh, 1.5K or, or 1,500 that are subscribed. But another number to look at that they will give you is the number of listens. Why is that important? For this simple reason. For your example, you have 34, almost 35,000 at the time of this recording uh, downloads or listens. On cat, just on, on CastBox. On CastBox. So and it's so a small percentage. Here's the thing that we have to realize. And, and you're right, this is a percentage because not everyone uses CastBox. But... What that also helps you, you can look at the number of subscribers on CastBox and say, okay, that's a percentage overall of what they're really getting. But the other thing to look at is how many people are subscribed and how many people are listening, because that will give you the number of listens on CastBox. If you have, an, say, for example, you have a podcast and they have a thousand subscribers and they have... 100 episodes, but they only have a 1,000 listens. Well, that doesn't mean that they have all that many. that are they're people that are subscribed. They're just not really listening, and there is that difference. Another app that you could use, but you have to be mindful, is Podbean. Now, why do I say you have to be mindful? Podbean itself is a host. So if someone is hosted on Podbean, then it's a good measure because if they're hosted on Podbean, you're getting their actual downloads because it's going to give that to you. But if they're not hosted on Podbean, then like CastBox, you're getting the people who are using Podbean as their app to listen to and you're getting those numbers. So again, it's a fraction, but between CastBox and Podbean, you can start to get an idea of how large a podcast is. If you want to do some math, what you could do is look at your own podcast, look them up on those two apps, see what kind of subscribers they say you have, how many listens they say that you have, and then look at your real numbers. That's how we try to evaluate whether a coach has really got an audience. If he if he's down, like Colleen said, it's six subscribers yeah i'm not paying him a hundred dollars a month to teach me how to get a hundred subscribers and and coaching can be a variety of costs you can have 
a low cost option, you have a high cost option. And a lot of coaches will offer different levels. So you get maybe one hour a week versus five hours a week. You get into a mastermind where you get to get engaged with other podcasters. Lots of different things that they offer. But again, you want to make sure the coach can actually deliver on what he says. So we talked about when hiring out, we talked about hosting, we talked about where to find people, talked about coaching. You can hire a manager. Now, this is typically going to be with larger podcasts where they have a lot going on. But you can hire a manager to manage or a what is sometimes called a producer to produce your podcast, take care of everything. They're making sure the editing gets done, the marketing gets done, everything else that needs to happen is happening. That is worry-free for you, but you have to be bringing in some money to be able to hire someone to manage your podcast. Another service that you could do is editing. None of us enjoy editing the audio. Okay, maybe there's some people that really enjoy it, but there are some people that want to just hand that off to somebody. And so if that's something that you really don't enjoy doing, or maybe you just don't understand the software in doing the editing and post, well, that might be something you want to hire someone to do. I get emails regularly of different people that say, hey, we are an editing company. We'll take care of all the editing for you. We'll edit out all your ums and uhs and everything else you say that's repetitive. When you do that, you are paying someone else to do this. However, again, you get what you pay for and you better make sure that they produce good things. So if you're going to hire an editor, one of the first things you want to do is say, can you give me some podcasts that you edit? If they can't produce any names, don't hire them. But if they give you a a number of podcasts, go and listen to the job that they do. So another thing you can hire out is editors. And then another thing that that's a, a lot of what we're talking about here is if you've rushed to podcast stardom and are making some good money, but the, you can market out uh, your marketing, basically. Um, so somebody, I, I know one podcast that does this, and they have somebody that posts on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram three times a day, every day for them. That is is what the job is. Or they may look at other marketing options, advertising on similar type podcasts or advertising places on the internet that would market to your target audience. You know, one of the other things that's very helpful for SEO, that's your search engine optimization, is to transcribe your podcast. That gives a lot more content in your show notes, and it's very valuable for people to search the internet and find you in the podcast. Now, this is something that was very important years ago, but now, well, now there's some podcast apps like Apple, for example, that are starting to make podcasts audio searchable. However, if you want to do transcription, that's something that, well, you can hire that out. But with that one, I'm going to hold off because there's ways you could do that much cheaper on your own. So I'm going to hold that for then. But transcribing your podcast is a valuable thing to do for people to find your information. So when we speak about hiring out, we've talked about hosting, we've talked about where to find people, coaching, managers or producers, editing, marketing, and transcription. 
Now let's talk about doing it yourself. If you're like me and you just say, you know what, I can figure out how to do this. I can do it myself and do it the way I want because, well, maybe I'm just a control freak and I don't trust anybody. Well, okay, I'm not that way, but maybe you are. There's two things to think about. Let's first talk about training. And when we think about training, Colleen, where are some places people get trained to do it themselves? I'm going to tell you on a lot of things that you're going to need to learn to do if you can't afford to hire out, like editing, you can learn a lot of things just by YouTube. That's how I learned to edit a podcast. And you can probably learn a lot of almost anything you need to know. Some things, you know, like creating a logo that you might not be able to watch a YouTube video and create the logo that you want. So it might be better to hire that out. But there are another option, which is people offer classes. So I have seen classes with start your podcast. So it's similar to coaching, but it's going to be more of a class, maybe a little bit of interaction where they're going to teach you how to edit a podcast, how to post your podcast, how to grow your podcast, things like that. There's also classes for social media. So I I did one on, on YouTube, but there might be on one that you pay for. You might be able to learn a little bit more. My son paid for one and he just taught me what he learned on how to do Instagram, for instance, um, how to market yourself on Instagram because he's a musician and his label said, you need to be on Instagram. And he said, I don't, I don't know how to do Instagram. So he wanted to learn how to do Instagram. So you can find different free resources and really Google is your friend here. You can go and say, how do I edit a podcast on Google? And they're going to give you several resources, several videos, and the different ways that you can learn some of these things. And there's also many sites that you can go to like Coursera or lynda.com, places like this where they offer courses and you can go take a course. So there's things like that, but there is training available to help you do it yourself. Now, there's even a lot of times YouTube. YouTube offers free places to find videos and tutorials. One of the ways when I started doing editing, I was using Audacity and YouTube was my friend because there's a lot of tutorials out in Audacity for you to go and watch what you need. And the nice thing about that is you can find sometimes very specific things that you're looking for. So doing it yourself, the first thing you want to do is look at training. Now, with doing it yourself, yes, you can do your hosting on your own website. You can do that yourself. You are your own producer of your podcast. You will do your own editing. You could do your own marketing. You can do your own transcription. Now, I said I want to take that one and cover it here because there's a ways to do your own transcribing where you could do it yourself. Some of it is more of a hybrid and some of it is not. Do you want to sit down and type in everything you say? Eh, that could be overkill. Now, some people have very detailed show notes and they put those in. That's great. Some people need a transcription to be able to do their show. They could put those in the show notes and have that there. Now, I do know some people that what they do is they will do a transcription. They take that, they really write a blog article and that becomes their podcast, but then they link the two together. That helps with your SEO. Some tools that you could do if you want 
to basically do your own transcribing. One thing, and this is a, a cost to, to get their better service, is otter.io. Otter.io is great. It transcribes very well, and you're able to go in with that. It's very close to being accurate. It's always hard with this stuff. When you're looking at transcription, the issue is going to be how good is your mic. So if you have a good mic, your transcription is going to be better, just so you know. But otter.io is a great tool to do your transcribing. It does it real time. What I used to do when I used otter.io is I just hit record while I was recording my podcast. It would use my phone and give me the transcription. There's another one called TEIM.com. And that's another service that's, that is available that you can go to. And there's many others. We're not going to name them all. You can go to an Audio Burst. Now, let me tell you what's neat about Audio Burst. If you're a Blueberry customer, it's integrated. That's the nice thing. So all you do is you produce your podcast, boom, put it out there. And what happens? They will transcribe it automatically. And there you go. Now you can take that and go and update your show notes. But I want to mention one special one that I enjoy, and it's called Descript. If you haven't used Descript, wow, what are you missing? Descript is basically, it takes your audio, it does the transcribing, but even more, what it allows you to do is be to act as if you're your audio file can be a word processor. So it takes the transcribing and you can highlight words in English or in whatever language, actually, I should say, but the words in the transcription and it highlights the audio as well. So if you want to get rid of some things you said, kind of like that time that I made fun of Colleen over quilting versus knitting, and she didn't like that. I figured I should take that out of the podcast. Well, I just no, searched for yeah, knitting. No, didn't take it out. Oh. It was knitting and crocheting, but no, it was there. Oh, I guess I didn't search for it. But what I could have done was search for the word knitting. And when I find knitting, I could just highlight knitting and crocheting and just hit delete. And not only does it delete the, it from the transcription, it deletes it from the audio. Now, here's a really neat thing that they have, Colleen. Not only do they allow you to search for, for your words and then highlight the audio as well, they tie the transcription of the, to the audio, but you know what? There are some times where I say things I shouldn't say. I mean, I just say the wrong thing. Like when I meant to say that I really don't like your show, that was accidental. I meant to say I really like your show. Well, you know what I could do with the script? I could highlight that. And I could use a feature they have for the professional customers called dubbing. And I can type in, the highlight the word hate and type in the word love. It will analyze my voice. And with my own voice, it will synthesize the word love and it will replace it. Now, for obvious reasons, they only let you do this with your own voice. Because otherwise, I would have Colleen saying, I love the rap report. And I would play that all the time. So this is some features that you could have that help you. So when it comes to training yourself, there's videos, there's tutorials, there's classes you could take. When it comes to the transcription, we've given you some tools that you can use. But when it comes to the services, you have one of two choices. You're going to hire out 
or you're going to do it yourself. Now, obviously, there's hybrids because sometimes you hire out so you can do it yourself or you hire out pieces of it and other pieces you do yourself. But when it comes to the services, you have to decide what am I going to pay someone else to do and what do I want to do myself? And now, a word from our sponsor. The Christian Podcast Community is a cohesive group of like-minded Christian podcasters proclaiming the truths of Christ, truths of Christ with expertise and passion in the areas of theology, church history, Christian living, evangelism, apologetics, parenting, homeschooling, sermons, and much, much more. So check us out at christianpodcastcommunity.org christianpodcastcommunity.org One stop for all your favorite Christian podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.